Tana Man, did you tell him about the live show we have coming up April 13th? It's a Saturday. Matchbox One Loudon, the Santana Moss Show Live, baby, from 1 to 3 p.m. In my neck of the woods, so come one, come all, and you'll see me and my dog, Ball. Can't wait. Keep watching the podcast every week like you always do for more details. And we'll see you there. All right, Tana, let's tell them about our game day BOGO deal. Mm-hmm. That's your line. That you're, I'll read it, I guess. Paisanos is bringing it big time every Sunday. Go ahead, Tana. Tana, that's your... You can buy any large pizza and get a second pizza for free. Tell them, Tana. Uh, use the online code BOGO Pizza on the app or online. And then what can they do with the second pizza, Tana? <laughs> second pizza's free with equal or lesser value. I'm. Can I have... I'm going to eat. I don't care. Oh, Lord. We didn't warn you we have a theme song. That's Shy Glizzy. <laughs> Everyone who's a guest here is always guessing who this artist is right here. Oh, no, he's hot. He is hot. He's this needs hot. to be on iTunes, right? It was Santana actually rapping that. I, I thought it was Shy. I, I wish. I thought it, it was Shy Glizzy. It's not me, but somebody gave me a, a nice theme song. Yes. And we definitely need it on iTunes. We appreciate that theme song. That's yeah. all right. No doubt. If re- I'm bringing ringtones back. I'm going to yeah. make it my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing that back. It's Santana Moss Show Podcast. Travis Thomas, Santana Moss. And a very special guest. No doubt. Eric Moses. Now, Tana, you yeah. know it's important when I have to write down a title oh, because it's lengthy. <laughs> Senior VP and Managing Director of Events DC. So there's an Overwatch tournament you guys are are quarterbacking here, right? We I'm have, new to the esports world, but I, I, it's a big world, Eric. It's a huge world. Where does this world come from? Because I'm sitting here listening to, you know, and, and reading up about it like uh, uh, a couple of years ago. I would have never known this thing exists. You yeah. Know? You know what the short answer on that is? There are more people out there who can be very, very good, even professional Esports players, they can do what you did. Wow. And, and, and that means that you ha- literally have billions of people in a potential fan base because guys watch somebody playing League of Legends or Overwatch or Madden or 2K Live and they go, I can do that. Like my kids play Fortnite all the time. Yeah, mine too. And not that they're going to beat Ninja or any of the best mm-hmm. players, but if you practice enough, you can get there. None of us can run a 4-2. I can't be 6'8", 270 pounds like like LeBron. Uh, And I think that's why you've seen this explosion. And it's an international sport, and you can play against people all over the world from the comfort of your own home. That's different because, you know, you think about it, and and he just said something that really hit home with me. He said there's more guys that can do what that's been displayed on esports than what I did, you know, as a professional player or football player. My sons, and both of them done it, but my youngest right now, Savion, I find it crazy because I remember I was just being home and we didn't allow him to play the game. Right. And late night I hear the game being played. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, I know I just told this joker don't play this game. I go in there and he's watching someone on the TV play the game. And I like, I thought I told you not to play Fortnite tonight. That I'm not playing, I'm watching. Watching. So I'm sitting here saying now, I, be t- I tell him and my oldest, like, look, if y'all watch football itself or whatever right. sport you're trying to play itself – you can get the same notes in the same game and be able to put it with your game. That's what I did. You know, I was one of those guys that, you know, um, you know, I tell folks to this day that I wasn't just 
a guy that went out there and played. I watched my peers. I watched guys who I looked up to, you know, before me, and I took a little bit and put it with me, you know, mm-hmm. and made it mine. And so now I'm seeing these guys, my my kids, watching Boy, video that, gamers. Yeah. And that's why I say when I read up about esports, I'm sitting here like, well, wow, this is what my kids have been doing the whole entire time. They sitting there watching these guys go to war on, on Fortnite and talking about this guy who's supposed to be the Fortnite king and all this stuff. And I'm sitting here, I'm I'm not in that world, so I'm lost when it comes down to it. But to sit up there and sit and read about it, that's professional players. Yeah. I was all they're making know? real money too, bro. Crazy. They're making real money. So you can't get mad at your kids now. They're studying yeah, their crowd. They're gonna make some they're real money playing some work. You don't know. Games. Doing film work, <laughs> you man. Never know. You don't know. You never know. Send them to events DC. They might be the next <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing film work. You never doing know. Film work. Look, if somebody would pay you Ooh. to see you run routes and catch balls in practice yeah. and pay to subscribe to your YouTube channel. Yeah. Imagine yeah, that, and that's right. what's happening in esports. And you know, we're happy to be able to support the Washington yeah. Justice, which is the new Overwatch team that that belongs to DC. Overwatch is the only esport that is going to a traditional sports model where okay. the teams will play in home venues in cities. Okay, because well, how it, is these, I mean, the culture. Well, how is these teams formed? So you have owners that go out and find the best players in the world and try to sign them on their team. Best gamers. The best gamers. A lot of them awesome. come from Asia and Europe, but we've got a lot in, in the U.S. as well. And uh, uh, right now they're playing at Blizzard uh, How do they get their scouting report? You know, I, I, I'm just curious. Like, how do you find out who's the best gamers? Like, what kind of scouting report you you follow? Or do you have to actually see these guys play live? Or what is it? You know It's what I mean? a whole ecosystem. It's a great question. It's a whole ecosystem. One of the easiest ways is, frankly, just like your kids are playing Fortnite, mm-hmm. you can see who the better players are because they usually have their own streaming services and On channels, Twitch and, and you like can that, see right. like that's how Ninja got to be the right. biggest and best known. That's the name. Uh, yeah, my son talks about that's who he's watching. Ninja. Dude's got Visa commercials. He just did a Super Bowl ad. Damn. He got Red Bull signed him as a as this an endorser. I mean, these guys are making you know millions of dollars in some wow. instances. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome though. <laughs> Did I miss my calling? I know. I, I heard it's going to be. All those years um, of playing Mario Brothers, I didn't get it. They're, they're, they didn't add up all the stuff. I was my stats. They're considering <laughs> making this an Olympic sport. Yeah. I swear to God, I've I seen that. I couldn't have been a Donkey Kong man, champ. I was, I was a Mario <laughs> champ, man. You hear me? I race home from 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 school to play Mario <laughs> Brothers. My mom used to kick my behind. Boy, you didn't do that homework. I'm sitting there. there. I got the stage eight. Boy. <laughs> hey. I miss the old days with the Pro Bowl being after the uh, championship game. Super yeah, Bowl. after Super and Bowl. I, I, I miss it because it was always in Hawaii, you know. And you know, even if you wasn't playing, it, it gives you that. It gives those guys that end up making it to the Super Bowl. It's like a reward. Oh, reward saying, "Hey, I'm a Pro Bowler." Also, no doubt. You know, and it also gives you something to look forward to, just seeing all those guys that made it, regardless. Of the fact, you know, I and it I, extends the season, extends the season a little one more. extra week. I'm okay with this week being a down week because those guys yeah. need to, you know, you're going to hear all the news and all the hoopla about sure. getting ready for the Super Bowl anyway. Yes. Um, I hate the fact that they they moved it to the game before the Super Bowl. I hate the fact that they moved it to going to local cities or, or states, you know, you know, in the United States. I mean, yeah. I know Hawaii is part of it too, but keep it in Hawaii. You know, I'm not cool with seeing it in Miami. It made it more or special yeah. in Hawaii, right? Made it made it something worthwhile, you know right. what I mean? And it also gave those guys out there who appreciate our game and, and, and who mean so much to our game. Not because you see a lot of the talent coming from out there. Yeah. It gave them something to look forward to. Uh, I miss those days. Even though I only had one one experience, but still, as a player, you knew that, you know, hey, I got a chance to go to Hawaii. I'm, I'm actually playing this season outside of playing for that Super Bowl individually. I'm playing for that trip to Hawaii. For sure. Yeah, I feel you on that. So, 
you did make a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Any stories from that? Now, you were in Hawaii. Yeah, I was in Hawaii. I mean, were there guys wilding out? Was you <laughs> one of them? Hey, man. I, what hey, was going on out there? I think back now and I say, damn, you know, I I, I banked on going to two or three more times. You should have you know, gone to like, two or three yeah, more. Yeah, you know, and I got snubbed a few times, and I'm not going to sit there and do no, it. No, well, time. let's sit there and do it. <laughs> Tanner, that's politics, is it, it not? It, it is political. It is political. It's a popularity, uh, you know, a contest, and, and you know, before I even made my first Pro Bowl, I noticed that. I found that out early in my career. 2002, I was a second alternate as a punt returner. I don't think no one else ran more punts back that year than me. Uh, Who was in front of you? Let's call him by name. Well, actually, me and my teammate was both one and two alternates. My teammate was Chad Morton. He ran oh, I remember back, him, yeah. He ran back kick returns, yeah. and he was an alternate, which I should have thought I would have thought he would have been a shooter. should have been the guy. You know what I mean? So someone else went in front of us. I forgot. The next year, I was an alternate again as a receiver now. A first alternate as a receiver. I had 1,100 yards, my first, you know, 1,000-yard receiving. I actually didn't play until week four. Didn't start until week mm-hmm. four. Still had 10 tugs, 1,100-some yards. I remember Ty Law and Rodney Harrison coming to me saying, hey, bro, we voted for you. You got wow. snubbed. And it made me feel good because I remember the game when Wayne Quebec told me that's a pro bowler. You're a pro bowler this Ooh. year. I got hit in the mouth by uh, Rodney, you know, playing in New England, crossed the middle. Vinny, Vinny threw me one out there. And it was funny to me because here I am, a young pup at the time, and that was the play that defined me. That was the play that said, well, this guy can't just stretch the field. He will also he take hits. The middle. And Rodney couldn't believe it. And I remember when, when we played him again, <laughs> seeing those guys twice a year, Ty Law, Rodney, um, you know, you name it, um, T-Buck. T-Buck came over to us later. He's a good my, player. You know, he came over later in 2004, and he told me stories about getting ready to play me. He's like, man, Ty Law would tell me, man, you falling him off this week, man. That that joker run all day. You know, so just to know that those guys had recognized I had arrived and, and I didn't get a chance to go. I was alternate. I was hoping for a guy to say, man, I'm, I want to sit this one out so I can go. You know, it, it was unfortunate that I didn't get a chance to go. But when I finally went in 2005, you know, it was joy. It was it was uh, it was overdue, right? It was overdue, and I, you know, I made it. It look, I I had more fun before the game itself mm-hmm. because you know I was I was that kind of guy, man. I made sure all my family and friends got a chance to experience That's it. That's what's up. Um, my story, I, I got a good story. So, my story <laughs> about that 2005 Pro Bowl. Um, as soon as I get there, guys have already warned me. So me and Adrian James on the trip together, we going. He's in the AFC still. Now I'm in the NFC. We boys from Miami. We done room together before, you know, um, you know, in hotels, getting ready for games in college. We also just been close buddies, you know, in every offseason. We always found ourselves at his, his condo getting ready to go out and spend, you know, spend our nights out of town. But um, I remember getting ready to go. We went to the Pro, uh, Super Bowl that year in Detroit, and then we flew over to Cali. We went to a, a party. Jamie Foxx had a, a Super Bowl party. What? Chill with Jamie. It was an experience of a lifetime. Chill with Jamie. I met Jamie. He shared with me his cowboy, being a cowboy fan, and ah, how I ruined his night. Cowboy that, killer. How I ruined his night and stuff. And we just had a good time. And then here we are off to Hawaii from Cali. We wanted to make our trip a little shorter. Right. So he telling me, like, hey, bro, when you get over here, you know, guys, don't give guys your room number because, you know, guys are going to ask you what room you're in. All the rookies, all the first-year guys, they're going to try to build stuff to your room. Mm. And you can't you can't protest it. Once it's on your room, it's on your room. They're going to charge you for it. 
So I remember first getting over there, and I meet Pey- Peyton. And Peyton like, hey, man, what's up, man? And Peyton showed me so much love. And he was like, man, just what do you think if I got you, Marvin, and Reggie, and you my slot guy? And I'm sitting there like, man, Peyton, that would be some unbelievable Crazy. stuff. But I'm okay. You right. know, that's how I felt because yeah. that's my first year with the Redskins. Right. And I'm a pro bowler. Yeah, so Peyton, don't be I tampering. Felt, I felt like years years removed from that day. I'm sure. like, well, damn, Peyton, you should tamper a little more because I'm not getting <laughs> no love over here. But I still think you be no, better with Brady. Love, That's love, just me. No, I love my skin. So hey, I was I was cool with taking you know less and and giving more. But you know, so Peyton said, "Hey, so what's your room number? Ten? I want to come you no. know give you a holler." And I'm like, "Man, I ain't giving you my damn room number." So long story short, I had my boys in town. I had Bo, you name. I had my cousin G. I Shout had out so many folks. I had my little brother Lloyd. Um, my family came up, but. My guys was with me every day. I had one of my roommates from college who was also a teammate of mine in uh, high school and Little League, Devin Brown. And so my boys was like one of those guys, and you met most of them. Yeah. If you my boy, then you they boy. No doubt. They rock with you if you rock with me. So something happened over there when, you know, I wasn't around, but someone's family, one of the players' family member got into a scuffle or got into an altercation. And my boys were there for the rescue. They like, hey, you know what I mean? We we don't know them, but we know them. Yeah. So you ain't finna, it ain't finna go down that way. Right. Everything got solved and handled. Then that player and his bodyguard or what may have it popped up. And the bodyguard kind of pushed my boys to the side as Uh-oh. if, as if, if they, they, they were a the part of it. So my boys were like, man, so they looked at the guy like, you supposed to vouch for us. Yeah, you saw. Have, yeah. We kind of people. And he kind of acted the same. So my boys didn't mean like that. They didn't mm. like that. And so when I come back and meet up with him, every day was a – Every morning we started off, I would be at practice. I would get out of practice around noonish, and them guys are already by the pool. Everybody drinking my ties, just having a good time. That's, that was every day at the Pro Bowl. Man. And so one particular day, after, I believe after that little thing, you know, went down, they like, Tan, don't worry about, you know, putting them on your room. We got you. So I'm thinking like, man, you know, somebody stepped up and said they'll take their front to bill. So I'm like, I appreciate y'all, man. So every day they just laughing at me, and we just, hey, hey, tell me what you want. You want something more? You want some wings? You want uh, some more my time? They just ordering up stuff, and we leaving. One of the guys get it, and they scratch off, boom. So I'm like, damn, these boy came through for you, boy. I ain't got to spend no more money on them. You know what I'm saying? And so as the Pro Bowl thins out and the game is over with, we back to Miami. And so one of them was like, yeah, man. So, uh, it's a joke that been going on the whole weekend that you don't know of the whole week. So, I'm like, what kind of joke? You say, Tanner. So, you remember how, you know, you told us that don't get nobody to room them because yeah. the guy's going to try to we'll build charge. It was like, well, that player shouldn't have tried us like that, man, because we built everything in his room. You, they <laughs> found out his room number. Good for them. Hey, man. So, I'm sitting there like, oh, y'all, oh, they say, look. You know, hey, it ain't our bad. <laughs> they should have asked us what our name. I can't like, wait till this show is over they, so I can find out what player <laughs> this is. <laughs> they had his signature down and everything, so it, wow. was, it was crazy, man. But that's what happens in the Pro Bowl. You know, he wasn't the first or the last that probably got that done to him. But oh well, you know. I mean, I'm and I wasn't. Even, I was thinking about this story when I was coming. I was like, well, damn, that player might find. I'm like, that damn, that was Tanner guy. Hey, hey, statue of limitations has too, passed now. Too late. He, he didn't say now, your buddy. name either. He didn't say your name, so you can't even say no. He might know, but uh, he I probably know. <laughs> he probably definitely. He waiting to see your ass. Hey man, it's all hey, when good. you see him in an event, just just be ready. He might want that smoke. Uh, he can have smoke all he wants. <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> hey, Tim.
Montana, how come I had to become friends with you late in the 2000s, man? I could have been in Hawaii. Nah, yeah, man. Damn I, it. You know, I was one of those guys, man. I'm Hey, if I'm experiencing it, you need to experience this, man, too. Man, can I do a write-in vote for Tanner to make the Pro Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> can we get some type of... Oh, is there fool, something we can man. do? Roger Goodell, holla at me. You're Let's get fool, Tanner man. back in the Pro Bowl. Grammy recap. Two artists that are close to Clinton Yates. Childish Gambino and Cardi B. They won every damn thing. So we'll start with you, Clinton. Your thoughts of two of your favorite artists right now. Quickly, I read a tweet from my man Van that said that Offset is like a bad minor, but um, what did he say? A minor market team trying to hold on to a big superstar. (laughs) What? <laughs> this dude Offset shows up at every single moment Cardi tries to get yeah. and ruins it like I don't know what. <laughs> Cardi got all the awards. You see all the pictures. This man is just standing here. Hey. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's the Ike to her Tina. Come on, man. <laughs> so that's just the first thing about what happened oh, on the night right. that we crowned <laughs> Bel Calis as the queen. Get it right. Number two. <laughs> I've been rocking with her since well before Love and Hip Hop, since she was just on the gram. You're talking trash. Her come up is one of the most excellent things we've seen in America in the last mm-hmm. 10 years. You talked about the Kardashians before. Yeah. I've said all the time, the Kardashians are the most important family in the history of American television because they, way they, way they went about their business. But when you talk about the American dream, yeah. <laughs> Cardi B. Cardi B? Yeah. I'm she, mad Clinton has bullet points for all this. And she's here breaking people off <laughs> yeah. on Twitter about her politics. Her AP history teacher broke somebody down on Facebook talking about she was great in this class in high school. (laughs) She's smart, y'all. Don't let the nails and all the noise fool you. Did a thing. And she's got bangers. Yeah. Anyway, there's that. Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. (laughs) I'm glad he won for that song. I wrote a story about that song, This Is America, in the video and how much it affected me as a black person in America. You can go read that on The Undefeated if you like, but I was glad to see him get that award for that. He's a guy that's been mainstream for a very, very long time. And so for him to get an award for something that was very much not mainstream, I think was good for him and good for sort of the creative world on the whole. But yeah, man, get out of Cardi's benches, (laughs) Offset. I asked Goodness. this question though. So you like both of these artists, um, Childish Gambino, um, the actor or the artist, the rap artist? Who's who do you like more? Who you Donald like more? Glover. I like or, the actor a lot. Donald more. Glover is that dude to yeah. me. Like he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even huge on Childish Gambino's music. To be yeah. very honest, I like him as an actor. But that song was his magnum opus, yeah, and it, it really, was. it really hit me hard. It was. I agree. You know when I talk about the. You know the Cardi B thing, and and I'm, you know, I, I don't want to say nothing wrong, but my man, like, <laughs> I didn't mean to pop off, moment. y'all. No, no, you good. Pop I, off. I appreciate it. Uh, honestly, I just, you know, trust me, her come up has been one of those things that you 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 actually got a chance to see it yeah. transform. You know, you actually got a chance to sit here and say this girl went from cussing and fussing through IG <laughs> and doing her thing, what she did at them strip clubs or whatever you might call it, got her bag, however she had to get it, and now she's a star. She's She's the first woman to win best album over to me. I thought was a, a men's sport. You yep. know, we just thought years ago. We just it was two or three years ago when we said it was no longer women rappers. But mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. This 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 rap world wasn't allowing women to come back into. She this harder thing. than the dudes, bro. And to see her be the first one, it, it, I don't know if I'm to the point to where I think that I should applaud or say, you know, it's the rap. 
game that watered down now. You but know, when it comes to, I yeah. mean, it, it just it seemed a little odd. I praise her because I saw where she come from. Right. I praise her also because even though you talked about Offset saying that <laughs> he's like Ike Turner standing next to her. Look, I'm a big fan of Migos. I, I am too. I, I love the Migos, and I think Offset might be one of the best rappers on in that group. So I understand where it comes in, and I understand. I actually like what they have going on. I don't. It's weird, you know. I just saw a couple of videos some 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 months ago where he was just trying to get her back, and now they back like nothing. That's what happened. I'm saying. He's out here ruining <laughs> her moments. He's messing it but up. But just to see that, just to see where she's at, where she come from, you know, you have to applaud her. You have to applaud her because she actually, basically, what we just talked about, like he just said about who he who who he's become, you know, with his game and what what he does for a living. You're basically giving these kids uh, a chance to see that you can be whatever you want to be, as long yep. as you put your mind to it, as long as you put the work behind it. And she did that. She's shown that. Uh, I laughed and I kind of, you know, applaud her when I watched her performance that night. Right. Yep. I'm like, here's somebody that went out there, and this is proof that you can do anything you put your mind to. At big stage. Because she went out there and owned that. At the Grammys, mm-hmm. which is hard, you know, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a hard stage. thing to yep. do. It's not an easy stage. So to see her go out there and own it, to see her go out there, and now to me to look at her as, yeah, you're a rapper, Cardi B. Right. Regardless of what they say you was, star. Yep. regardless of what you, that, that little stuff come out your mouth, that I'd be like, man, somebody need to mute her at times, <laughs> at times, because sometimes you'd be like, boy, what did she talk? What is right. she talking about? She's a star. Yeah, she She's is. She's a star in her own writer, and I applaud her. I, you know, I think you know she can now can put that trophy up and say I need more because that should manifest a lot more out of you make sure that you you don't get complacent and say hey you know I'm not satisfied with that here's a you Cardi B oh before I went to uh, Dallas for the uh, Miami game I was traveling to Hagerstown mm-hmm. Maryland for this thing they had going on there uh, bringing awareness to prescription drugs and, and heroin abuse um, I went there to you know be a supportive you know, face for the community and just try to bring some awareness to the to the situation. And, um, you know, for anyone who's up here in the Leesburg area, they might know this better than anyone else. But on 15, whether you're going south or north, at a certain time of the day, traffic is bananas. Mm-hmm. And I was traveling north on 15, and I was literally sitting in traffic but about an hour before I decided to say, let me back out of this thing and go a different route. So I typed in on my my ways, uh, and it showed me a different route. I had to go towards, like I was going towards West Virginia to get there. And so I did that. But I think the, the time of me spending that time in that car, and it was it was early in the day. I had just had lunch and just worked out before that. I worked out, had lunch, and now I'm sitting in the car getting ready to go to Hagerstown and show my face to support this cause. And I got a little tired. I got a little tired because normally I'm taking a nap around that time of the day. You know, right. if I'm not working or doing anything, normally I, I work out and have my lunch. I take a little quick nap. And I think that that clock went off at me and said, hey, you're not doing nothing, so you should be napping. Right. Here I am riding to Hagerstown. I found the back cut, and I'm riding, and then I'm scared as crap because I'm telling myself to either roll my window down and let the— Fresh air hit my face or blast the music or call someone and talk to him yeah. just so I can stay up. Pep you up. And I was literally finding myself, you know, nodding. Damn. I'm nodding. I'm nodding. I'm like, man, Tana, stay up. So just before I said that to myself for the last time, I found myself in a dream. And I didn't know <laughs> at the time what was going on. 
And all I knew, I woke about this dream, and I'm going off the road. Come on, bro. And it was a rail. And and it's an L, but it wasn't an L. It was an L to my car, but my life was spared. I was literally driving off the road until nothing, because it was I was on a cliff. And when I saw the rail, I Get swerved quick, and I just scraped the whole side of my uh, Suburban up. And, you know, me being who I am, I was like, my car up, and I'm pissed oh. off. But man, my life was spared. And I'm sitting there like, man, I I literally was up the rest of the trip. Like, man, I had, and I was probably five or ten minutes down the road from where my destination was at. They say you get more relaxed the closer you get to your destination. And I'm like, man, the whole entire ride, I, I was nodding yeah. and telling myself to, you know, snap out of it. And yeah. now I get halfway there. And yeah. now I want to. You told yourself you, you was there. Yeah, so it, it, that was my first sale. and. <laughs> Ooh. Hold up! For the first time in taking L history, we gonna turn that L to a damn dub. Yes, that's Lord. a win because yes. we still got Santana yes, Moss yes. here living with us. Because oh, I'm telling you right now, in them mountains, it was a wrap for you, brother. Had you gone off that rail, bro, that man it was, was a wrap. That man was with me, and I said to myself, I said, you know what? F this car, F this truck. I'm here. I'm here to talk about hey, it. Man. And you got insurance. I, it was funny because I ended up going to the function and I spoke, you know, uh, you know about the calls. And I'm sitting here saying to myself, like. Like, none of this would happen if I went off that cliff, man. Like, you know, I literally put it behind me quick, immediately. <laughs> I wanted to Damn. forget about it. But trust me, I thought about it the entire weekend. Like, man, I literally was about to go off a cliff yeah. because I was exhausted. And it made me come to the, say, you know, to the conclusion of saying, hey, I, I might need someone just to take me places when I'm going on these little different functions, you know, trips yeah. and stuff across yep. town. Because yep. regardless of what I do and how I like to do it myself, uh, at times, man, that could happen, you know. Call me next time. I say, hey, Tanner, wake your ass up. <laughs> All right, look, Santana Moss Show podcast, we're on everything. Everything? Everything. everything. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Go get that thing. Google Play. Yeah, yeah. It's the Santana Moss Show. Number 89. I'm a time. Travis on the right. Hot mic on the left. Every single week is a lyrical. <laughs>